You're watching KCMI-TV. Well, I'm glad you joined me tonight. And uh, I felt like uh, the Lord really dropped this in my spirit this morning. And so tonight I want to share with you um, something that I believe will help you. Uh, I want to take our text. I want to talk about rest. So we are going to read several verses throughout the podcast this evening. But I want to take our text out of the book of Hebrews. And um, this is chapter 4 and verse 9 and 10. There remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, speaking of Jesus, he also hath ceased from his own works as God did from his. And I really think it's paramount that believers understand that there is a place in the Lord that you can rest. And um, there's so much anxiety in the world today. And so God generally never asks us or he never has us do anything that he has not already practiced himself. And so uh, I thought we would go back to the book of Genesis. And this is chapter 2. And uh, the scripture here says that on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made, he rested on the seventh day from all of his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and he sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all of his works which God had created. Uh, first of all, God did not rest because he was tired. He rested because he was finished. Scripture says this, that God does not grow weary. And when I read this, uh, the scripture here talks about that when God was finished, he rested on the seventh day, and he blessed the seventh day because that's the day he rested. So first of all, there is a place, if you want to be blessed, you got to get in a position of rest. Because really rest is the outward sign of faith. And so there are seasons, not always, but there are seasons in our life as we live for the Lord that God expects us to rest. And I'm not, I'm not really referring so much to physical rest as I am referring to our spirits beginning just to lean on the Lord and resting uh, in the hand of God. And uh, I want to go a little bit farther here out of the book of Genesis again. And uh, I want to read here uh, in chapter 7. This is talking about Noah's time, verse 21. And it says, And all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beasts, and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth, and every man, and all in whose nostrils was the breath of life, and all that was in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and the creeping things, and the fowls of the heaven, they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. <clears throat> I chose this passage of scripture to read, and, and really when you read it, it's, it's kind of depressing at first. 
uh, but it deals with Noah, and Noah's name means rest. And in Noah's time there, the scripture says that when God began to rain judgment on the earth and God began to move uh, to perform his will in the cleansing, said everything died except Noah and those that were with him in the ark. Noah rested in the ark. You, now, you've got to remember, he spent years, could have been 60, 70 years, that he spent building the ark. There are seasons where you and I, will we're busy in the kingdom we're walking things out by faith we're actually what we're doing is we're building a salvation or a protection for something that we're going to encounter in the future but there are always going to be times where we'll shift from being really busy and all of a sudden god will tell us just to rest if you don't learn to rest in god which is really a great act of faith. It's where it doesn't mean there are things, doesn't mean things are not there that don't need to be done or that you have a vision, but it simply means that there are seasons where you're going to have to rest on God and not try to do it yourself and believe that God will do it. And Noah went from a long period of time of working what he did not realize that he was building something that would protect him from the future. Um, there is an hour that we are in that I've never seen anything quite like it. Um, in Matthew, it talks about this, and in the book of Luke, I think it's chapter 26, it says there will come a day when men's hearts are going to fail them for fear. Now, we know the Bible says that out of the heart flows the issues of life. It's from the heart that comes life. And he said, there'll come a day when men's hearts won't be able to produce life for them and it will fail them because of fear. Um, it's in Proverbs, this is the New King James, but Proverbs 12 and 25 says, anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. Philippians 4, 6, New King James says, be anxious, be anxious for nothing. Uh, I guess what I'm really trying to tell you is there are going to be seasons where there seems to be no answers. There are seasons in your life to where it looks like you're up against a brick wall. There's no possibility of there being in an intervention. And this is where lots of people get in trouble. They wear themselves out trying to make something happen. That's, this is where you have to learn to rest in God. There are some things God does not expect you to do. Um, I think it's in the book of Hebrews. It says, um, see if I have it written down here. It says, there is, um, there is a rest in God. I think it's in Hebrews chapter 7. It says, there is a rest in God that when we enter into that rest, we will cease from our own labors, even as God ceased from his. Uh, Whenever you need to walk by faith, but you choose to try to do it yourself and you start working, you start putting your hands on it, then God stops working. And most of the time, when we get in those places, we can't resolve the issue anyway. Faith is 
being able to bring yourself to a place to where you say, okay, God, I can't do it. I'm going to rest in you. The moment that you rest, then God starts working. And um, in these scriptures, you know, right now, a tremendous amount of the population in America fights depression. In Proverbs, Solomon said this. He said, anxiety in the heart causes depression. Um, it's never the will of God for you to live in depression. It's never the will of God for you to live in anxiety. It is the will of God for you to live in the realm of faith and rest in the Lord. And there's been many, many times in my life where um, I believed that God would do it. And so you just, you just take a deep breath and you sit down in faith and you say, okay, God, I'm going to believe it. The Bible says this, and I think it's Isaiah. It says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength and uh, they will not grow faint. And sometimes the greatest act of faith is not stepping out and doing something. It's being able to rest in the assurance that the Lord is going to come through. Um, I want to uh, go back and, and read a portion of Scripture because uh, it really came up in my spirit today. This is in the book of Matthew, and uh, Matthew chapter 26. <clears throat> this is where uh, Jesus is... He's gone into the Garden of Gethsemane, and he's taken with him uh, Peter, James, and John. And in verse um, 37, or verse 38, he said, Then he said unto them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even unto death. Tear ye here, and watch with me. Or he was telling them, he said, I need you to pray with me. Stay in here and intercede and pray. And it says, the verse 39, it says, and he went in a little further and he fell on his face and he began to pray about the Father taking the cup from him. Uh, verse 40, it says, he gets up and he comes back to his disciples and he findeth them asleep. And he said to Peter, could you not watch with me? Stay awake. Could you not intercede with me for one hour? And then he says, watch and pray, Peter, that you enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So the Lord right here in this portion, he's telling me, he said, I'm in, I'm in a battle. And he said, I need you to get in this battle with me and I need you to begin to intercede and pray. Then he looks at Peter, he says, because your prayer right now is going to keep you from temptation. It's going to keep you from falling. So he goes away and he begins to pray again and he prays a third time and uh, he comes to that place of submitting to the will of his father and he said, Father, thy will be done. Verse 43, it says, and he came and he found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy. And in verse 45, he said, unto his disciples. He came back to him again. He said, sleep on now. Take your rest. Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is betrayed into the hand of sinners. Jesus was telling his disciples, he was saying this. He said, listen, we're getting ready to go into a battle that you've never been in before. You're going to see things happen to me and things done to me that you've never seen. And he said, I need you to pray and get in the spirit so you won't fall into temptation. Now it shifts 
And Jesus now has found resolution in his own heart with the Father. And he comes back to his disciples and, he's, and he finds them asleep. He said, go ahead and take your rest now. He said, because there's nothing left to be done. Unfortunately, if they would have stepped up by faith and interceded in prayer, they might not have failed. Peter might not have denied the Lord Jesus Christ. But what he was saying is there's a shift now in the season. He said, there's no need to pray anymore. He said, go ahead and take your rest. There are seasons where God is telling us, I don't need you to intercede anymore. I need you to rest in faith and believe that I am going to take care of this. Um, people have sometimes, well, Pastor, you know, how do you find that place in rest? And Isaiah 28th chapter says this, For with the stammering lips and another tongue, saith the Lord, will I speak to my people, for this is the rest wherein the weary should rest. And um, I think it's in Jude, it says, Praying in the Holy Ghost, building up ourselves on our most holy faith. There are seasons where uh, resting in God doesn't mean you stop praying. But sometimes resting in God is just coming to the Lord and instead of constantly saying, God, I need you to do this, you just begin to praise the Lord. And what happens is you shift over into your prayer language and you begin to build yourself up in your most holy faith. Um, when you go back to the book of Genesis, the scripture says when the Lord looks at the earth that darkness is on the face of the deep and uh, just devastation and, and destruction had come on the earth from the devil. And then the Lord uh, steps up onto the edge and the Bible said that he looked at darkness and it said he named it night. When he named it night, he then took authority over it, and he controlled it. That no longer is darkness out of control, no longer is there misery and sorrow and destruction and weeping and all of those things. The moment God named it night, he now had control over it, and it was in his hands. It's very interesting that when God made mankind, he designed us to rest. But you know when he told us to rest? in the night seasons, in the night, when there's not a lot of light, the Lord said, that's when you rest because that's where you replenish your strength. So many times when we get in, in dark places that God sometimes allows us to go there because he says, I just need you to rest in faith. I need you to let go of this. I need you to quit trying to make it happen and I need you to put it back in my hands. So many times people will tell the Lord, God, I'm committing to this to you, and then in a month or a week or whatever, we don't see the answer, and they go back and they take it out of the hands of God. Whenever you do that, then God stops working. Whenever you commit it to the Lord, and you learn to rest in night seasons, that's where, that's where you and I rest. Why? Because it's a season that God controls. It's not darkness. It's night. It's a time where God says, I'm going to let my children rest. Uh, right now on the earth, we see so much darkness in the earth. And really, there's nothing that we can do in the natural to change it. 
So what's the Lord saying? He's saying, I need my people to rest in me because I do my best work in night seasons. Noah survived because he learned how to rest in what he had created. And God uh, will do that for us. Um, there is a place in the Lord that uh, when you get overwhelmed, it says, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. I think that, that for all of us as believers right now, uh, instead of becoming so caught up with all of the things that we see, we just need to take a deep breath. We need to settle down on this book, and we need to rest in the night seasons. Because if you don't learn to rest in God, you will wear yourself out and you will no longer have strength to battle the devil. And it's in night seasons, it's, it's in those times, Hebrews talks about it, that there remaineth therefore a rest to the people of God. God expects us to go through times to where there's nothing else you can do but turn to the Lord and say, God, I commit this to you. And um, God loves to see us rest on the word. He loves to see us rest by faith because faith tells us that God is going to turn us around. He's going to change the situation in my life. He is going to come through for me. And so um, I would encourage you in the Lord. There's some of you that have uh, prayed for your children for years or you've been believing God for something. Don't take it out of the hands of God. You have to let the Lord do it, and um, you you just you learn how to rest in God. Years ago, uh, when we were pastoring uh, our church, it was Resting Place. That was an interesting name because the Lord had spoke to me. He said, "Son, I'm having you name it Resting Place because this is where the Spirit of God is going to rest." And um, you know, over the years, we tried to build a church, get it to grow. And we never could seem to succeed in that area. Could hardly get over a few times we might have hit 200 people. But I finally reached a place in the Lord where I told the Lord, I said, if this is what you have, then I'm going to rest in that. And I'm going to give you 100%. And then one day out of the blue, totally unexpected, God just breathed on us. And the church exploded in growth in so many areas. I think it's because we did not let our souls become full of conflict and anxiety, but we learned to rest in the timing of God. God's ways are different than yours. And um, there's a lot of people now that are struggling because they're trying to make it work by themselves, and the Lord is saying, no, settle down in me in the night seasons. You know, the scripture says in the storm, that Jesus was asleep and the disciples were upset. And learn to rest in a storm because when you're in the will of God, God will never let you perish. So I hope this has been an encouragement to you. Uh, I love you and uh, I'll see you Sunday. God bless you. For more information about Kent Christmas Ministries International or Regeneration Nashville, go to kentchristmas.org or regenerationnashville.org. 
And for the latest updates or videos, follow us on Facebook and subscribe to us on YouTube. God bless you.